2: Welcome back to another edition of Love of the Star. I am Bobby Belt, Dallas Cowboys insider for 105.3 The Fan in Dallas. That is your radio flagship home of the Dallas Cowboys. Joined, as always, by former Super Bowl-winning NFL scout Brian Broadus. Uh, He is now co-host of the G Bag Nation on 105.3 The Fan in Dallas, 2 to 7 p.m. Central, Monday through Friday. And he is also the uh, pre- and post-game co-host on the Dallas Cowboys radio network. And Brian, today, uh, when we record this here on Sunday night after we've both gotten home and, and gotten a quick chance to recharge just a little bit, uh, the Cowboys pull out a victory. It was ugly at times. It didn't always look great. It wasn't always pretty, but uh, they get the job done and ultimately win this game by damn near 20 points. Uh, but I guess your, your biggest takeaways, your biggest thoughts coming out of this uh, 24-6 to victory over the Lions.
0: I clearly didn't give the Lions enough credit coming off the bye with how tough their defense could play. Um, Kind of felt like that the metrics, the numbers, all said that you could do this to them and you could do that to them. And what I really didn't account for is there's some good players on their defense. Sure. Their their linebackers are good. Jeff Okuda at corner – was one of the top corners that I rated coming out of Ohio State. Uh, And, you know, he's a kid from South Grand Prairie here in Texas. Yep. And for him to have 15 tackles, he affected the game when it came to the running game and when the ball came to his side. He was a factor in making things happen. And so – you know, you get in these games and you're watching the tape and you're thinking, okay, well they could do this and they can do that. It, it, it's it's just the NFL, man. This isn't this isn't like LSU showing up and playing, you know, Tulane and, and you know, I mean this is this is real football. I mean not to say LSU and Tulane's not real football. Hey
2: Tulane's ranked. Tulane's ranked right, right now. But but
0: but I'm just saying though, <laughs> yeah. I mean 9 times out of 10 uh, LSU is going to beat Tulane. I got you. But and I, the, I think the things that I think that the Lions really after the type of season they've had so far, whether that's uh you know the close losses they had, the embarrassment that they had in New England, and then they had the bye week. You know, they were going to come in here and give you a fight. And Dallas initially didn't do a good enough job offensively of taking the fight to the Lions. Yep. Now give the Lions, again, some credit for the way that they played. Uh, give the Cowboys defense credit for the way that they played to kind of hold things together until you kind of figured some stuff out in the second half. I'm not going to lie. When Noah Brown fumbled that ball at the one or two-yard line but the Cowboys going in, I'm thinking, is this going to be one of those days?
2: Yeah, like just Where, not your day today.
0: Not our day today. Lions are going to, you know, Lions are going to throw the ball to, to Hawkinson, and it's going to be, you know, like they did. They threw the ball to Hawkinson on a screen. It went 17 yards. It might have scored. It might not have scored. I, I mean, who knows? You know, the official fortunately gave you the opportunity to run another play. And in, in Detroit Lion fashion, they fumble on the one-yard line after a great play by Tank Lawrence. But that just goes to show you, I say this all the time, the NFL's a strange lady. Ask yep. Tom Brady about that today. Ask Aaron Rodgers about that today. Ask the Atlanta Falcons after uh, <laughs> Joe Burrow put 500 yards up on him. Yep. You know, that's that's what we're dealing with right now. When you feel like that, Man, you're gonna go in there and roll your you roll your helmet out there, and it's just gonna they're gonna other teams gonna roll over and die. It's not the case in the NFL. It's just not. And you know, I I think the Lions. Now we'll see what happens to them from here on out. But that's a game that they really really wanted to get. And Dan, I know Dan Campbell, he wanted the game because he's a Texas guy. He played for the Cowboys. You know, he he has a little bit of history here. And his and there's a lot of respect for him. Yeah. in that front in that front office yeah. for, for for what he's done.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it, one of the big high headlines out of this game, and obviously we're we're not neglecting the Dak Prescott angle. That'll be part of the discussion. We're going to talk a little bit more in depth about Dak specifically and his return in the next segment. But I I think that regardless of Dak, Cooper Rush, whoever was going to be out there today, the story was going to be you got five takeaways in the second half. Uh, I, I mean, this was a, a, an instance where Detroit had six possessions in the second half, five ended in turnovers, and there was a punt. Every single possession in the fourth quarter that Detroit had was a turnover. So Dallas really starting to get some of those takeaways, generate some of them. They had three fumbles today that they recovered. Uh, Sam Williams w- was really impressive in, in limited reps. Um, it, it took a little while, I think, for the pass rush to get going. Uh, the first half, it, it it wasn't you know overwhelming. The, you had the roughing the passer penalty on Micah Parsons. The times where they would break through, they weren't just they were quite close enough. Um, and then on the other end of it, I was kind of surprised by this, Brian. I don't know about you. I, I think it got a little better in the second half, but the pass protection was a little leaky against what is not a very good Detroit Lions pass rush. But I felt like your tackles, especially in the first half and pass, Pro, Tyler Smith and Terrence Steele, they had some issues there in the first half.
0: Yeah, that just goes to show you, though, but, you know... <laughs> Aiden Hutchinson is a guy that depending on whose board you were looking at, there are people that might have had Aiden Hutchinson as the first overall player on the board. Sure. You know, in the draft. And, you know, he we 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 talked to uh you know the Lions play-by-play guy, Dan Miller, before the game, and you know, he was talking about Hutchinson and that, hey, they need to move him around more. They, you know, he's learning, he's The three sacks he had were against the commanders all in one half. And, you know, it it didn't sound great. It just, it didn't sound, but the effort was there. The intensity was there. The desire to be better was there. You know, there's things that they could build on. But, you know, when you run, I don't know how many plays Dallas ran tonight. I can tell you
2: right now, they ran 59 plays
0: all right, they ran 59 plays. Well, there you go. I mean, uh, Terrence Steele had a bad play and Tyler Smith had a bad play, you know, when it came to pressure. And that's, you know, if you have one bad play out of 59, I'd say you're doing pretty well. But he's a he's a good player. Aiden Hutchinson sure. is a good, good player. And, you know, and Tyler Smith and, you know, Tyler Smith's been doing fine. Uh, I keep talking about, uh, Terrence Steele doing fine, but yeah, it, it, you know, it, it, especially the first drive. I mean, the first drive that you know, I'm thinking, you know, all of a sudden Dak gets sacked on the third down, and I'm like, what well, is this? What's going to happen all day today? Yeah, you know, but uh, uh, yeah, it's uh, it wasn't pretty, and it, it certainly wasn't pretty from the offensive line, and there were situations where the third downs and the runs. And I'll I'll get into that uh, if you'd like to. I, yeah, you know I'd, lo- I'd love to comment on that. If yeah, you'd, yeah, if absolutely, you'd like absolutely. To. Because I
2: think I think that, what you look at, and we can talk about that. There were there were a few instances. You had the third down play where Zeke wasn't able to get to the edge on it was either a third and two or a third and one. You had the third and one uh, where they they choose to. Um, uh, like go with the the Zeke up back look, which they've handed off in the fullback a, a number of times. They decide to go for the pitch play to Pollard to the outside. Detroit sniffs that out and uh, you know, is able to to knock that out. Um, I, I think another aspect of this is the um, the the the, when you talk about some of their decision-making, I didn't like the decision to pitch there. I thought the, the run to the outside with Zeke on third and one wasn't great. I didn't love, and it didn't end up burning them, the indecisiveness at the beginning of the second quarter where they couldn't quite make up their mind, and then they said, all right, let's go for it on fourth down, and then they ended up costing themselves a timeout and then not even yeah. going for it on fourth down. There was there was sloppiness across the board, I felt like, today. But but specifically on that running front, uh, talk a little bit about that and your thoughts on on the running game.
1: And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.
0: Yeah, Bobby, I, and I, I said this in the, pre, uh, the postgame show. You know, if you look at the Cowboys have had really good success of running the ball on third and one with Zeke. Yep. There's been plenty of opportunities where he has picked those things up without fail. And I wonder, cause Mike McCarthy is one of these guys that talks about self scout. Yep. And I wonder if, if this was one of those instances where Kellen Moore and the staff says, we need to do some tendencies busters here. We need, you know, people are starting to get down to, okay, we're going to, uh, we'd seek, they're going to hand the ball third and one. This is where they're going to run, you know? And I, I think that that's what you saw. they got, they got Pollard and Elliott in the backfield. Zeke is the fullback. They fake it to him and run the flip. Well, you know, every time they've got that formation, they've handed the ball to Zeke. Yes, every, every single time. So all of a sudden, you're like, "Well, we've done this enough. Let's bust a tendency with it. Let's show that we could do something other than hand the ball off to Zeke inside." Which is fair. And yeah. So I, I really do when. I guarantee you when Monday afternoon rolls around and we get an opportunity to ask Kellen more questions, you know, someone's going to ask him about the third and one stuff. Someone's going to ask the third and short stuff. And I don't know if he'll admit it, but to me, I think they were trying to bust some tendencies with these flip plays just to kind of give some people a different look that, well, hey, they just don't hand the ball inside every single time. You know, and give Detroit credit, whether it was – you know, any one of their defensive ends, their linebackers, Akuda, anybody that uh, the ball went to the edge, it was tough. They made it very, very difficult for you to get the edge on it. And I'll say it one more time. I think we're busting some tendencies today in this football game.
2: And and I think that's a a decent uh, theory there as to why they approach it that way. I do think that. I don't know that you can apply tendencies like that completely when you look at the quarterback was new in there. Like, like, like it's almost like you're resetting your tendencies a little bit once the quarterback's in there, I feel like a little bit. But, well, if they've gone
0: RPO, if they've gone RPO on that, then you would have, then, yeah, that's something completely different that we saw from Cooper Rush. But the fact that every single time that they've lined up with Zeke as a fullback and Pollard as the eye back, then they've run the ball with Zeke inside. Yeah. And they, they 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 haven't shown you anything differently. And I guess I, I think and, 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 they we're trying to get you on one.
2: And, and you know what? Uh, like, like, let's let's, you know, uh, let, let's give an example of how that's worked in the past. Uh, I'll give you an example. Um, the they, they ran in 2016. They would frequently run Lucky Whitehead in this jet motion and then it would be this uh, like, like this reverse or, or they would fake a screen and end up just kind of pitching it to Lucky Whitehead, and they ran that over and over and over again, and then it got to Pittsburgh, and they faked it, and they actually threw the ball to Zeke on the screen, and he ran 77 yards for a touchdown because Pittsburgh thought they had the key on it, and it's, oh, okay, here it is. Yeah. We know what this yeah. is. So there, there's something to be said for that for sure. To me, I just looked at it and went, don't get cute here. Like like third and one, just, just hand the ball off, whether it be to Zeke or even if you hand it off to Paula, just get it done between the tackles, and, and specifically on the running game today, uh, and it's... Before I go to the running game, I want to say this, because I'm sure people listen to this and go, uh, they'll give us the Brad Sham line. Like, they won today, right? I can understand mm-hmm. that. But uh, you you look at this game, and and it is a little bit of an enigma. Do you think anybody or any specific unit today was exceptional for the Cowboys? Because I don't know that anybody was exceptional. I thought the defense was good, um, but but they, they, they needed takeaways, I think, to bail them out a couple times. Um, where...
0: That and penalties.
2: Yeah, penalties. Oh, my gosh. There were there were a few conversions that Detroit had undone by penalties. And so uh, I guess I'll look at it that way. Is there anybody, Brian, and I don't I mean this as like a setup to go, aha, see, we can say that we, we don't deserve it. I'm just curious for you. Did you feel like any unit today for the Cowboys was exceptional?
0: Kind of felt like that punt return unit had a plan today. <laughs> there
2: is that. And then they wasted yeah. that. They got the kicker return and they could yeah. score.
0: I mean, special teams, when you look at it, and I, I – I've been super critical of Mike McCarthy, said it on the post-game show. I appreciate the fact he could have taken the delay game penalty and moved it back five yards and still kicked the field goal. But I appreciate him on fourth and three saying, you know what, let's just take these points. I'm not going to drive the ball all the way down here and not get any points. You know, he took a timeout. They got the field goal. Good for them. Tied the game up. You know, yeah, he could have gone for the throat. In that particular uh, instance, but he didn't. If because he doesn't get it, then now it's like okay, here we go again, kind of a thing. I think Mike played the game smart uh, today. I, I really do. I like what he did. But when you're asking about units that did well, uh, you know, I, 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 yeah, I mean, to me, running the ball, they figured this thing out with with Zeke and Pollard. It turns into 27 carries with a guy that's explosive. And a guy that's powerful. That's what they do in the running game now. It's 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 like they, they've got them divided up, and one might get 15 carries, and the other might get 12, and it goes back and forth, but you're getting a power runner and an explosive runner. And I'll take that. I, I don't have to have the carries. One guy get 18 and the other guy get 10. I don't have to have that. Yeah. But if you're telling me that both backs are combining for 27 carries... And one of them is really explosive, and one of them's hurdling uh, defenders and showing balance and all that stuff. I, I'm all for that, and I, I think that they, at times when they needed to run the ball, I, I'm not talking about the third down stuff because I think there was some, I think there was some kind of some some different things going on there. Sure, but but overall, I, I would say that that you know once again, it it didn't it didn't all fall on Dak in this game. It didn't have to be Dak Prescott throwing for, like, Joe Burrow throwing for 500 yards today.
2: Yeah. No, I, th- I think this is a game Cooper Rush probably wins. And and before we transition over to the DAC discussion, one more point I want to say just on-, on the running game front. I, I think if you're to look at a-, a moment where you say, what was a really key pivotal moment or a key pivotal drive, Trayvon Dix gets that interception out of halftime. Yeah. It- it's 6-3, and it's like, okay, it's not enough just to get that turnover. That's a big deal, but you got to score here. And the Cowboys go down the field, and I think the you want to give – gold stars to guys I think Zach Martin and Terrence Steele for the way they run blocked on that drive they they were the MVPs of that drive for me like really clearing space for Pollard and Zeke to do work and ultimately uh, five carries for their backs on that drive 54 yards and a touchdown uh, I I thought you know if you want to look at a really exceptional example of how Terrence Steele and Zach Martin work together and run blocking go look at the Cowboys opening drive of the second half
0: yeah I and, and, and you know it did not start off great too because here they fumble the ball on the goal line. The Lions run the clock out. So second half, what do they start with? A pass to Hawkinson for 16, another run. I mean, it's like, and then they take the shot and the ball's badly underthrown. Yep. But great job by Diggs to make a play on that ball. But yeah, you needed that drive. And it it came up, it came up aces for you. Uh, the way you were able to finish that off. And and you mentioned with uh with Steele and Martin doing the doing a lot of the, the heavy lifting you're
2: listening to the love of the star podcast the love of the star is an odyssey podcast and you can find it on the odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts